All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tavia Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. The largest victory in the NHL this century is a 10-0 win by the Columbus Blue Jackets over the Montreal Canadiens on November 4th, 2016. Until tonight. Let's get into it with the lead. I have zero right to be that cocky. Zero right to be that cocky. But I had so many funny bits for this game. I was just hoping the Oilers wouldn't also be junk. I wanted to take the daily face-off lines for San Jose and just put garbage cans over all the jerseys. I thought that would have been hilarious. That's bad karma, man. I know, but now we literally just just two points, please. Like, However you get it. So happy San Jose won the other night. So yeah. Yeah. happy because, man, oh, man, was it the stage being set for something very disastrous. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day, a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show streaming to you live on the Oilers Nation YouTube where our pal Rusty the Reckless Optimist is being pushed these days. He's in with the first comment <laughs> of the day. The season turns around now. Oilers are going to get a big dub tonight. Let's go Oilers. Rusty, I really hope I really, really, really hope you're right. Although, did you hear the bet that Jason Greger made? I, I've, I've, oh, heard, uh, wow. I've heard it talk. It will make you kind of want the Oilers to lose tonight. He said that if the Oilers lose tonight to San Jose, he will not shave his head for six months and grow out the cul-de-sac. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, we can lose. We can drop just one. Right? <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know what? None of us need to see that. Uh, and we definitely, I think, want an Oilers win more. 
the cul-de-sac. Yeah. I've never heard it references that before. What would you yeah. call it? Really? I don't know. What do you call cul-de-sacs in uh, England? George Costanza. Do they have them? Uh, they call them keyholes? I don't know. We have them. I've no, I guess just cul-de-sac. I never thought about it. Is that what you call them? In- I think so, yeah. Because okay. it's kind of French, so it kind of goes yeah, off-brand for you. I think we wouldn't incorporate yeah. ourselves. Yeah. But here we are. Giddy up. Uh, just quickly here, a note from Oilers Skate, courtesy of Mark Spector. Stuart Skinner is going to be getting the start tonight for oh, the Edmonton okay. Oilers. <laughs> Okay, well, that, that was going to be the Sherwood Ford giant question of the day. It is a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show. SherwoodFord.ca if you want to check out their fantastic inventory of new and used vehicles. Our giant question today is who would you have started in net? Jay, you obviously think it's a no-brainer. You got to start Skinner. He's He is now your number one. You got to yeah. get that guy going. We're playing the worst, well, maybe the second worst team in the league. It's debatable, right? Uh, oh, no. So you got to get him going. <laughs> The counter argument would be Calvin Picard is up. Calvin Picard should be incredibly confident after going and posting a 940 save percentage, 939 save percentage in the American Hockey League. And if there's ever a game to start your American League goalie, it's tonight against an American League hockey club. I I agree with you, Jay. I think the balance is, do you want to give Picard a game? Sure. Do you want to get Stuart Skinner's confidence up? He's got to start winning. He's got to start winning and feeling the, the... like it's like they forget the joys of winning. Like, yeah. let's feel good. Let's get the boys feeling good. Yeah. Um, so I I ultimately went with Skinner, but I see the argument for Picard. Would you have gone a different way? Uh no, I I don't think I would have, but I wouldn't have been surprised if Picard was the guy they went with tonight. It needs to be Skinner, though. Skinner needs to take yes. off his crease. He's gotta, gotta he's gotta start stacking some W's and starts tonight. Yeah, he's gotta take his opportunity. You yeah. put you put Picard in like against like a tough adversary, and then you know, for once have us goalie a team with a backup. That would, that would be sick. That's when you throw in <laughs> Captain Picard. Uh, Rusty says Skinner's the guy right now. He also says he has Skinner and Blackwood in fantasy. Um, I think you might have a tough night because I think the over is in. It must be a rough fantasy season. Yeah, rough fantasy season for you. Um, But Stuart Skinner going to get the call between the pipes. And it it does make a lot of sense. You got to get this guy's confidence up. And really, I think that's that's the buzzword of the day for the Oilers here. It's confidence. This is a top power play unit that is really struggling more than I think they have in at any point over the last two, three seasons, probably this is a slump that Connor McDavid really hasn't found himself in over the last number of years. Leon Dreisaitl isn't scoring from his spot. I mean, go up and down the lineup. Collective, like, yeah, we that the whole team like tonight is just a giant slump buster. It needs to be. It absolutely needs to be. Um, they need to get right, and they can't afford kind of like we're doing to take the Sharks lightly, though. Like, no, no, no. They gotta come. Pedal to the metal. Yeah. They got to play like they played against Vancouver in the first four minutes or yeah. five minutes, whatever it was, for 60 minutes and do not take your foot off the gas. The, the beneficial thing of that, if they come out and play like they did against Vancouver, we'll is they'll score because yeah. they're yeah. not playing Thatcher Demko. Yeah, and that's a good point, too. Um, we talked with Frank yesterday and then I went on Gregor's show yesterday and Gregor said this is a night where sportsmanship goes out the window. Like if you're, if you're up 10, you're trying to score 11. If you're up 11, you're trying to score 12 kind of night. And I agree to them. I said, listen, if you're uh, if you're Jay Woodcroft, you can send, you can send David Quinn an edible arrangement the next day and say, shoot him a text after and be like, Hey buddy, I'm sorry, but my boys really need this. It's the NHL. Like what I'm doing with my hand, 
It's the pedal going down to the floor and it's got to freaking stay there tonight. Yeah. They, there has to be no yeah. mercy and it has to be the top guys who do that to them. It can't yep. like, it'd be sweet if Raphael of got a couple of goals, mm-hmm. but quite frankly, I don't really care if he scores. I need McDavid and Drysdale to score some goals. Yeah. Depth scoring would be good, but at this point scoring would also be good. <laughs> uh, like I said, it is a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition oh, of the show. Shout out to their fantastic sales and parts department. And hey, there's nothing we love more than when you're chilling at work, you need an oil change on your Sherwood Ford vehicle, and they pull right up to the office and get that thing done for you. Fantastic service at Sherwood Ford. Um, Giant game day, like I said, also over in the YouTube chat. It is absolutely buzzing. The Finning Cat YouTube chat. Get ready to save with the Finning Black Friday sale. It kicks off on November 20th with savings on new, used, and rental equipment. In addition, there will be deals at that fittings parts and service department as well from November 20th to 24th. Look out for the daily specials over at Finning Cat. Head to finning.com slash Black Friday, or you can scan the QR code. Find out more. Uh, Let's dig into things here for this matchup here tonight. It is a Sharks team that is miserable, miserable, miserable. The modern day NHL record for lowest goals per game was set by the Sabres in 2014, 1.83. The Sharks are currently at... 1.17. 1.17. They've only scored more than two goals twice this year. And what did they, did they beat Philly 2-1? 2-1. 2-1. Screw and got outshot 39 to 19. Oh, goalies are heating up. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. They've only scored three goals in a game once this year. They've only scored two goals twice. Wow. Every other game has been one goal or a shutout. What's our average goals? right now higher than that um i got it right here oh this is scrolling a lot more 2.64 i did not expect us to be 621st in the league oh man uh wow it must really suck to be a sharks fan Mm -hmm. right now in the last (laughs) 10 years in the nhl 10 seasons in the nhl there have only been 10 instances where a team has scored 10 goals or more in the last decade, the whole league, only 10 games where a team has scored 10 goals. It's happened to the Sharks twice in the last 10 days. Like, oh, yeah, no. but like if the Oilers don't score 10 tonight, tonight's a failure. <laughs> they got to win by four or five for me to come away to tonight feeling any sort of way. Like this is, if this is a 3-1 win, I'm going to have a hard time drawing positives tomorrow. If this is an overtime win, I still might be sitting here saying the season's 10, done. 10-9 overtime win? <laughs> Hey, That'd be so don't rule that out either because I mean, it would be alarming. Uh, uh, the most straight up number of goals in the last decade in the NHL that I can find in my quick browse here, I believe it's 17. It's happened twice, once in 2022 when the Kraken and Kings finished 9 8. Oh, total. Total. Yeah, yeah, total. Oh, that um, was um, Calvin, Cal Peterson's last game. For the Kings before they send him down, funnily enough. Yeah, that was the straw that broke that, the camel's that back. That was it. Uh, yeah, your your box score stats from that 9-8 thriller. Um, Cal Peterson gave up three or four goals on 16 shots. Jonathan Quick gave up five on 14 shots. And then uh, for the Kraken, Jones? the Kraken let, left Martin Jones in the whole game. <laughs> they believed. Uh, that is a good one but yeah that was an absolutely bananas game it was 3-3 after the first period there the other game that had 17 goals was Leafs and Red Wings in 2022 February 26 2022 and I actually remember that game because I had the Leafs puck line 
for whatever reason. It was a Saturday night. And I remember I was keeping tabs on it as I was driving around and the Leafs were up by a ton in that hockey game. It was seven, two after two at the puck line. So I'm like, that's good. I checked back at the five twenty one mark of the third period. It was seven, six. I really hope we don't have that kind of a game tonight is my point. A 7-6 game? Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. It would be nice if the others could play any form of defense. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot we, of things. Uh, got an update on Coldisec from Kimberly in the chat. If oh, we just okay. want to cover that quickly. Uh, according to Google, Coldisec in French means dead end. So in England, they call it no through road or a dead end. Yeah, but no. cul-de-sac means like there's houses on there. Yeah. Like it's because well, we also have sense. dead end as yeah, a sign. Yeah, or no through. We road. have no through. We, road we no have exit. that. No exit. I think yeah. is the way we have that. But like, but for a cul-de-sac, like that's a, a cul-de-sac implies term. a loop somewhere in there. I think some form of a loop, like the keyhole oh. thing. Well, keyholes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of negativity dead in end. the chat. Cul-de-sac that does not translate into dead end. Yeah, that means like, call I, your sack. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just reading what Kimberly told us in the chat. Oh, because it's round? Is that where the sack part comes in? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, probably. Like a potato sack. <laughs> uh, we're going to be joined in a little bit by our pal Carter Hutton, the former NHL goalie. We're going to get his opinion on Jack Campbell, on Stuart Skinner, and also a couple outside of Edmonton topics. Um, but first, we got to give you, let's give you some more game notes for tonight. Brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and it's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross and their travel insurance protects you and your memories wherever your travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more. We're going to Seattle this weekend. Leaving tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Thursday. <laughs> I know, man. It's wild, eh? Oh, my God. Yeah, me and you just the got Vancouver off a plane. Threw yeah, it off, yeah. Really threw us off. Uh, but we're excited to bring a bunch of Oilers fans down to Seattle to hopefully, to hopefully, hopefully, hopefully oh talk about a nice extended two-game. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I am in such a state of sadness that two-game winning, like two yeah. games in a row is oh. a streak. Yep, it's it is a, streak, a hot baby. streak. Uh, if you missed out on the Seattle trip, you can come join us in Arizona this Arizona. winter, February 18th to <clears throat> 20th in Phoenix. Flights, hotel, hockey, everything is included on another nation vacation presented by Alberta Blue Cross. We're going to the Mullet Arena to watch Connor and the Oilers. We're going to have warm weather. This includes your hotel stay, your transportation to and from the airport flights, and your tickets to the game. A lot of good stuff going good on times. February yeah. 18th to 20th. Uh, Will says, why Arizona, LOL? Um, because the it's mullet arena, man. The mullet arena, cool as hell. That is like, this is the most unique NHL yeah. experience of our lifetime. This is the only time we'll see the Oilers play in an arena like this. Plus, we had Maddie, who's down there on a family vacation. She went to the mullet last night with Sunday before, and she was sitting in the den. She's like, this is amazing. We're also sitting in the den. It's pretty sweet. Nice. There's not a bad seat in that house, but the den will be cool. Yeah. So nationgear.ca if you want to come on the trip with us. Uh, game notes. We mentioned the San Jose Sharks and their struggles to score. They are getting caved at five on five. So far and this we season. we can't score at five on five. Yeah. Interesting. Someone's got to give. Someone's <laughs> got to give. Whose streak is getting broken? <laughs> it's 37 to seven is the score when the Sharks have been at five on five so far this season. 37 to 7. And what are we at? 5 and 5. I mean, still, it's still early in the season and it's already 37 to 7. Mm. I would imagine the Oilers are a hair better. I'll double check that in just a second. Well, I um, assume they are. Their power yeah. play has been 
decent, 28% in their last three games. It's been really their only source of offense in the last few. Um, but really, the big note is the PK. Sharks PK has been struggling. The Oilers power play really got it, got to get going tonight. Yeah. That is one area I'm looking at. Like, if you want to, if you want to get off the Schneid and your Connor and Leon, you will get power play opportunities at some point in this hockey game. You better sure as shit make them count. Yeah, there's just the power play is weird right now. It just seems to be predictable. Yeah, I think is a good way to put it. It's very obvious what's going to happen. Like last season, it just felt like every time they made a pass, that guy was open for a shot. Mm-hmm. Now every time Nuge goes in with his low wrist shot, he likes to do. There's a guy stood right there. Every time New, right. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl goes for his one-timer, he misses the net, or he's just not getting connected. It's just weird rhythm. The, the only threat seems to be Bouchard's shot from the point. Yeah, there is some weird really rhythm. Is. That's a that's a good observation. But also, like teams are defending it better. Like yeah. We always say that like our power play is so adaptable and agile, but well, it's yeah, also always the same. Yeah, but I think for the most part, like in-game, at least last year, they do a good job of like, okay... If the Leon option is taken away in that first attempt or in the first 40 seconds of it, then all of a sudden you see Leon maybe float to the other side of the ice and Connor gets in motion. And that motion is often what made it so hard for other teams to stop it. That motion's not there right now. Um, No motion in the ocean. No motion. To to show how poor it's kind of been, we've seen PP2 way more than we've ever seen it before. They have goals in back-to-back games. I wonder it's if David Kopp starts leaning on him a little bit more, or do you just do you change stick the unit? Or, or well, if they're not flowing, it? the thing is like PB one is not flowing. I know yeah. there is like, but you know, eventually they will well, get back I, to I, it. Of course. So, so like when, you know, if you got a hotter hand, you play the hotter hand. I agree. I, Most of the time I would agree with not you. Not say they are the hotter hand, but they're at least warm. No. And <laughs> like, I get what you're saying, but my take would be, you have this unit that when it's at its best can win you but hockey games. But it's not games. at its best. But it's not I know, playing but, its best. But eventually, you know it'll get back there. So play, the, play the hell out of it. We'll play it them every there. game, lead them. But like maybe you, you instead of the a minute 50 and 10 seconds split, you maybe do a minute 20 and 40 seconds split. Yeah, maybe. For now. Maybe. And then once they heat up, then you give them the whole two minutes again. I don't care. Five on five scoring for the Oilers. 28 to 18, they're being outscored. So not quite 37 to seven, but it is worth noting that they've allowed. I think it's like, how's our, how's our collective save percentage team save percentage Oilers Yeah, Yeah. versus San Jose versus San Jose. Yeah. Like what you're you're asking me to, Oh, comparatively Uh, at five on five, the Oilers team save percentage is eight (laughs) 88 and the sharks are right above them in the standings at eight 89. Are the Oilers 32? Nope. Calgary is. Hell yeah. Which is stunning at five on five. They just That's, called up goalie today. They just called up Dustin Wolf. We're going to well, talk about that. That is a long overdue. He's hot. Yeah, he's he's legit. I just wonder what they're going to do outside of that. Like, I don't think we saw any waiver action uh, today. So Maybe we do like a Lucic, uh, James Neal trade, and we do a Markstrom Campbell swap. It, it's so it worked out once before. Yeah, for one side. The seventh round. Crazy, because like, he was good that year in the dubs. Because he's little. I know, yeah, but that's so silly. I know, but, but that's, but that's, I, I, it is why. It is yeah. 100% why. But it's even like... Um, he's Juicy Soros. Thomas Millick, who was the Seattle Thunderbirds mm-hmm. one last year, won everything. Was a world junior star. Still, I think he got drafted in the sixth round last year as a 20-year-old. Just like, get this stigma out of there that goalies have to be massive. If they make saves, they make saves. That's my low rank. Puck's the same size as I said yesterday. <laughs> sure is. Yes. Those the net. 
<sighs> don't bring that logic in here. I don't want to that. Uh, all right. We got a guest joining us today on the show. The Star Mechanical Guest Line brought to you by one of Edmonton's biggest locally owned and operated plumbing and heating businesses. Best in the area for the last 20 years. Find out more at starmechanical.ca. We bring Carter Hutton into the show, who's got a pretty mean muzzy going as well. What's up, Carter? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I hope you guys would notice that right away. I'm supporting Stuart Skinner with this thing out here. (laughs) Oh, he needs it. Stuart Skinner should try supporting the Oilers a yeah. little bit. Eat <laughs> the stash. You gotta, you gotta clean the mojo, man. Clean shaven stoop. How's everybody doing out there? How's yeah, your mental health out in Edmonton? Is. But oh. some, you gotta, you do anything. Like put your underwear on up inside out. Like you gotta change it up. Carter, were you superstitious when you played? Uh, not crazy. I, I definitely had a routine. Uh, I tried to just convince myself that I was really good. Even if I had to fake it, I just tried to convince myself no matter what happened, I was good, but I stuck to a routine for sure. And if things weren't going well, I'd be the first one to mix it up, find something different, tape my stick different, get a change my warm up up a little bit. Um, but for the most part, as I got on in my career, I was like, I was just trying to survive for the most part but yeah it's it's tough times right now and it's it seems like it's everywhere across the league but this is what we wanted we wanted the nhl that was open and goal scoring and it was not good for goalies and now we're getting it who's we (laughs) (laughs) anyways i let's talk about jack campbell a little bit going down to bakersfield i think the sense at least according to frank cervalli is that they're going to give him an honest chance to find his game down there and if he does they'll bring him back when you watch Jack Campbell, is there any is there any hope for this guy, or is he just no longer an NHL goalie? No, I, I think there's hope, right? Like he, it's not like he came from a team that was good defensively either, right? He played for Toronto and they struggled, and he dealt with it. Um, I think it's just uh, like I talked about a little bit earlier in the year with you, like with the decompression of getting that big contract and then kind of slipping away from your game, and now where do you find it when things aren't going well? It's hard to find. So maybe a little time for him to refresh could be good. I think what plays in his favor is his maturity. You know, he's been around the game a long time. He's been around the league a long time. He knows how it works. If it's a younger guy, like if this is Stuart Skinner, I'm way more worried about it. You know, what toll does it have? He only has a year under his belt where Jack could maybe get some better reps in and get some good games and and maybe play well. And then all of a sudden snowball that into getting back in the league and playing well. 
I'm not sure if you've had this experience before, but what's it like when you see someone who is an established NHL player like Jack Campbell get sent down to the American Hockey League? Does it does it really shake up the room like it's supposed to? I think so. I I, I believe the guys in Edmonton right now are upset at themselves as well, right? Like, I don't think anyone's trying to pass him off as a scapegoat. You know, the boys are wearing that. Like, they want Jack to be part of the team. He's a likable guy. He's a good person. And when anyone gets sent down, it's it's tough in that sense. It's different when you're on an entry-level contract and you're just moving up and down. But this is your guy. He's your goalie. And, you know, part of him is to blame, right? You have to stop pucks. And that's the position. Like, you wear it on your sleeve under the goalie. But in the same sense, the team as a whole knows that they haven't been good enough. Not for him, not for Skinner, not for anybody. So in that sense, I feel like this is going to be a kick in the butt to them to get going. And no matter who's in net, they need to play better. Yeah, I, I think that is kind of the bottom line here. And for the next little bit, it's going to be Stuart Skinner getting the bulk of the starts. Obviously, he hasn't been good either. Again, we talked with Frank yesterday and Frank was like, hey, if Skinner was waiver eligible, he would be the one going down. Not Jack Campbell. Um, obviously not the case. Do you have any confidence that this is just a tough stretch for Stuart Skinner? Like, can he be the guy we saw last year? Or is this maybe another case of a rookie who comes in and and is red hot and then the league figures him out? I think right now it's just a confidence thing with Skinner. He has this tool set. You look at him like, for me, I've never been a Jack Campbell number one guy. I never believed in it. I never thought when they signed him, that was the meal ticket. He just doesn't have the presence in the net. You look at him, he's smaller. He doesn't feel like he, even his shoulder pads, his chest barely looks like he looks like a beer leaguer in the net, to be totally honest, compared to in my years playing against guys when other goalies have presence in the nets. He Skinner looks like a pro to me. He gets in the net. He's a big body. He moves well. But watching his games recently, you can tell he's lacking confidence. He's outside the crease when he shouldn't be. He's kind of guessing, second guessing. And in my experience is playing on good teams versus playing on bad teams. Sometimes when you're when you're struggling defensively and your game isn't there, you almost try to do too much. And then it starts to, again, like just things, you can't play that way. Things snowball on you. You're trying to do too much. And the game nowadays moves so fast east-west because you can't hold anybody up. I, I just want to talk about the how Jack looks in the net because when you see him and Skinner out in out of their equipment, they're like two giant humans. Yeah. So is it is is he just wearing smaller equipment? Yeah, he just doesn't wear the same gear and like present himself as well. I always felt the same way like early in my career versus later. It's almost like I made changes to present myself bigger. I got bigger chest protector. I found different ways to wear my suspenders to like jack up my shoulder pads. So you find every which way to cheat and that's why they have the NHL checking our gear. But with Jack, I just look at him and it just doesn't give me that feel. Like he doesn't have shoulders on him. He doesn't have, and the game's hard enough to play as it is. Like why not try to have that edge? When I see Stuart Skinner, he looks more like a well-groomed pro that fills more net. He has a presence. It's just like when you see Mark Schirmer, you see Hellebuck, you see these bigger goalies, just their presence on the rink. It helps stop pucks. There's like, I know you guys are talking about um, uh, Wolf there a little bit, but size matters, right? There's just certain times where pucks hit you and Skinner just has a better presence in the net than Campbell, in my opinion. Well, how's that process work with the league checking gear? Like how often do they come in to do it? Do you have any heads up or is is it like a, piss test in the NFL where you just like show up one game and they're like, ah, come here. We're checking your shit. So for the most part, the only time I ever got tested, I remember, I think it was like my first year I was playing while in Winnipeg. I, as I came off the rink, Kay Whitmore, one of his assistants was there. And then they had the stuff to measure my gear right after a game in Winnipeg. That was the only time that it was a, a, just a spot check on me. Every other time it was like during the day, pregame skate, like the, the trainers knew he was coming in. So they were smart about it. Um, and then during the summer, when you would get your gear, factories would send it to K. 
he checks it and every every single set of gear you get has his signature on it that's been signed off on so when he's checking gear it's got to match his signature so if you technically wanted i'm sure there's lots of ways you could pull strings and change gear and have different stuff on the go because they're not that you know specific on it i just think in total unless someone like someone's saying i'm a red flag something shady's going on i don't think they're really checking as much as people think so the NHL has a maximum. Maybe they should set a minimum and then Jack has to step up his gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, look at, I was reading through your career stats. Like you came into the league in that first year with the Preds, played 40 games and had like really damn good numbers, 262 and a 910. Skinner obviously had a very good year in his first full season in the league. Did you notice in your second year, did it get more difficult? Did you get a feel that like, okay, guys might have a book on what my weaknesses are? Or is that something we just kind of make up in the media? No, I think that's realistic, right? It's Or it's even a sense of like you're personally, you've taken a step back. That first year, you're playing on so much more emotion, right? Like every game is so important and you're just trying to cut your teeth and stay there and not lose a job. And then all of a sudden you, for me, I got a two-year extension after my first year. And I had, before that, I was I was two years removed from making 40,000 a year in the American League, right? So now I signed a two-year deal worth, you know, $700,000, $750,000 a year. There is a natural setback, right? We talk about Jack Campbell getting that big tick and just having that little bit of a setback. It's hard not to mentally kind of decompress a bit where I think for me, teams do learn you as well, but I think it's you trying to hold yourself accountable and honest. And and for Skinner, the sky's the limit. So I, I don't see this as like a giant setback. Teams figuring him out. He's too well of a goalie for, uh, I think, for that to totally happen. Maybe Tootsies too. Yeah, yeah, that got well. Honestly, my first year, Rene was hurt, and I was like under the gun playing. And then the next year, Rene was so good; it was like I would play a game, and I knew I had like two weeks between starts. So it'd be like <laughs> I just like look at the calendar, be like, okay, I can go with this night, go with this night, and I'll give myself four days to try to recruit and get back for my start. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like you played 40 games in your rookie year, and then next year you started 17. <laughs> what a loser, eh? I always, I, I always used to joke, eh? When I go to my kids' hockey, I just tell them like they asked me if I would coach. I said I, I do all my coaching. I just work the door. That's my, my go-to. I'm real good in that area. <laughs> uh, you joined Nick Alberga, our pal on Leafs Morning Take, a handful of times every couple of weeks. Um, the Leafs right now, I mean, they are absolutely lost not granted Oilers level but they are struggling they've lost five of six right now Samsonov is really hurting Joseph Wall gave up a ton of goals last night against Ottawa is that a goalie issue in Toronto or is that a they don't know how to play defense issue I think it's a bit of both um I think Samsonov needs to find his game as well. He looks like a lost puppy out there. Um, I talk about being like efficient and moving in the crease. He misses his post. He's flopping around. It just doesn't look clean, especially when you compare him to goalies that we've seen, like watch, watching Demko the other night against the Oilers. Just every single time he's going to his post, he's like efficient. He hits it. He's in position. He never has any over movement where the puck starts moving around the offensive zone or the defensive zone for the Leafs. Samsonov is just sliding around, flopping around. He's never kind of finds his post where... When I watched uh, Joseph I, Wall, he he looks like he's ready to go. Like, granted, last night wasn't his best performance, but in majority of his games, he looks like he's ready to go. And I think it's time for them to give him the keys to the castle. Just like with Skinner, they need him to run with it, but they got to find someone that's serviceable. I I think at this point, even having Martin Jones in like waiting in the minors is another guy that has a lot of experience that can get the job done. But for right now, it's it's been a, it's been a bit of a nightmare for here as well. Last one I have for you is just about the team down south in Alberta. Uh, Dustin Wolf is coming up from the American League. Dan Vladar has really struggled as the Flames back up. Their team 5-on-5 five five save percentage worse than the league. Uh, is Dustin Wolf legit? 
Yeah, he is. He is very Uh-oh. legit. Um, oh, he is like your next wave UC Soros. I, I don't think he presents them as well. I talk about gear. I talk about being bigger. UC's like a little brick wall. Like doesn't look like holes. Wolf is a little skinnier. He's thin. He's like like smaller in the crease, but he does everything so well. When you're not six five, or you're not six four, and you're playing at a smaller height, he he measures in at six feet. It sure doesn't look like it. Um, you have to do everything just that much better. And he does. He literally is one of those guys that has perfected the position. He is always on. But now the biggest thing I would say is the AHL, you're going to give up a little more bit of a breakdowns because the defense isn't as good. But guys in the NHL don't miss their shots. Guys are, it's just a high, better high quality chances. And it's going to be interesting to see how he does. I'm excited for this. I think he's awesome. And I am pumped that they I hate how teams sometimes wait and wait and wait and wait. Just if the guy's getting it done, get him in there, get him playing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they really should try that with Olivier Rodrigue right now. Or Cal Picard. Yeah, Picard. I mean, <laughs> he's got good numbers in the American League. That's interesting, the point you kind of made, though, about how less defensive, or there should be less like defensive zone breakdown, sloppy play at the uh, at the NHL level compared to the AHL. So, like, do you read anything into Picard's good numbers in the American League? Do you sit there and go, hey, like, he should be confident. Maybe he can slide up and give the Oilers a good start? Yeah, I think so, for sure. And 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 mindset and feel and like how you and you everyone knows that goaltending is a streaky position and sometimes just getting a guy in the right rhythm and running with it is all that matters right i i feel like for me in my prime when i was playing a lot of games and playing well you just wanted more games like let's just keep them coming you almost get to a flow state where you don't even know what day it is you're just playing things are rolling well but when, on the other side of it when things are bad oh my god like <laughs> every day every practice everything just gets magnified right like the anxiety goes through the roof where if you got a guy that's playing well let's get him games get him rolling i i used to always have this convo conversation with lean Salmark. um just he would complain about being tired or whatever like this guy was so good he wouldn't even get tired in a game and i would be like always explaining to him if i was out like this is where you want to pile the games on this is where you make your money this is where you like establish your name right and i i think for these younger guys and staff if you can make it work in the salary cap who's ever playing let's get them rolling interesting all right, let's see if the Oilers goalies can turn it around tonight. Uh, Carter Hutton joining us live from the sprawling metropolis of Thunder Bay, Ontario. Um, I like to think you, I like to think you only join us because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, I love you guys though. Don't worry, trust me. It's it's all good. It's it's sunny out here today, so we're winning. All right, uh, Carter Hutton on the Star Mechanical guest line. We passed your number along to Ken Holland, buddy. Keep the ringer on. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll see. All right, StarMechanical.ca <laughs> if you want to find out more info. Carter Hutton, always a blast to have on the show. I mean, he like he could come in and have like a 898, right? Like he could get us close to where we need. I'd happily take that right now. That's what I mean, right? Like he could give us at least the men. Um, Stuart Skinner going to get the call tonight. Let's continue along on a Sherwood Ford Giant game day edition of the show brought to you by Sherwood Ford the Giant and Sherwood Power Sports and Marines. Fishing boats, pontoon boats, ATVs, side-by-sides, and motorcycles. They're opening up in February 24. 371 Lakeland Drive. Liam, you know that address. It's right in the heart of Shirt Park. Right in the heart of Shirt Park. Mm-hmm. It's uh, right, right by Millennium. Right by Millennium. Yep. Close to Oodle Noodle. Yep. yep. A lot going on around that area. Get your noodles. Get a new boat. Sounds like a fun day. And go for a walk on the track at the Millennium Place with yep. your boat. Yep. All the beauties of Shirt Park. <laughs> uh, lineups for tonight. Let's start with the Edmonton Oilers. Friend of the show, Tony Brar. He's got the lines and combos. McDavid, McLeod, and Hyman. What do we think? McDavid. Okay. McLeod Hyman. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go ahead. See what it's got. McLeod. <laughs> like this is this is this is the ultimate game to get everyone going. And McLeod's been struggling. Yep. 
So put him with 97 and see what we got. He seemed to have a bit of buzz to him last game. I he did. Thought, last game, I thought, was his best game of the year. Found he was actually in promising areas, opportunistic areas, we'll call them. Second line, Dreisaitl, Holloway, Fogel. I am excited for Dylan Holloway yeah. to get some meaningful, meaningful minutes in this game. And I just really hope this sticks. I hope Woody goes... I mean, I really hope he goes the full game with these four lines and doesn't do a lot of jumbling. Like we got the spine now with McDavid, Nugent, Dry all on separate lines. Every center has a winger with him who is reliable. Ogle's been their most consistent winger. Kane's playing great hockey to go with Nugent Gagne. Hyman's playing good with McDavid. Like everyone has a reliable partner. Everyone also kind of has someone on their line that you're looking to get going a little bit. So it's it's a yeah. Everyone's got to get going. uh, I think like if this can work, like if this is how we can play the rest of the season because it's working, mm-hmm. then you look at that third line. You're like, that is the third line of a championship team. Like that yep. is a legit third line. But that, that is requires- because we're pulling people from the top, from the yeah. top six to make it happen. So I'm hoping I'm going full rusty here and, you know, hoping this works. It- it's so true. Like we, we look at the Dallas stars. I think he's a good example. I try and pull it up here, but that third line, what was it like? Tyler Sagan, Mason Marchmond, and Matt Duchesne. It's like, yeah, they can do that because Wyatt Johnson does something in their top six. Mm-hmm. Like they're allowed to spread it out. If the Oilers can get some kind of production from Holloway, then I agree, Jay. Like it's a good third line. Maybe, maybe Gagne eventually slides to the fourth line and Connor Brown can come in or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. But but Gagne's going death. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gagne he is, he is, is going. So he, give him the chance. Like that just, could be that line could put up points tonight. It yeah. could. And, well, well, a Vander Kane revenge game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh that line. Every line has to put up points. Yep. Every line tonight. It this is what we've been wanting, though. The Oilers needed to spread out McDavid and Dry probably about four games ago. To give it to oh, give man. this opportunity to see if other guys can get rolling. I guess yeah. I, I guess it couldn't be any worse, right? So I guess in hindsight it should have. Like the reason yeah. why they're doing it is to try to stack some W's. Yeah. Fourth line is Lavoie, Hamblin, and Derek Ryan. I don't think they play all that much. I I don't know. What that, if it's 10 nothing? Yeah, sure. Then they'll play a lot. But I, I can't see Woody playing them, playing them a ton in this hockey game. We'll see if Ralph Lavoie can do anything with what'll likely be six, seven minutes. Give I think he's 10. been fine. He's been noticeable at least. Which is good considering he played five minutes. Imagine if you gave him 10. Yeah. Like he deserves the, the fourth line deserves that. Uh, blue line is going to stay the same for the Edmonton Oilers. Ekholm with Bush, Nurse with CeCe, Kulak with Dehar Ney. So no one getting recalled is the point. So those, that's the way the Oilers lined up. We're going to recall. Escape. Broberg would Maybe be the you want only back one. Up. But you know, covers aren't that. Yeah, full, you know, new. Uh, the other thing, too, with splitting up McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nuge is there's not exactly a big, scary matchup on the other end of this of this coin tonight. There isn't a line on San Jose that you look at and go, ooh, they're capable of running your show. There's your lines. Tomas Hurdle, the team's leading scorer, with Fabian Zetterland and Great. William Eklund. Mikhail Granlund is their second line center with Anthony Duclair and Kevin LeBanc. Kevin LeBanc was healthy scratch for the first handful of the games this season. Now he's up on the second line. Nico Sturm with Philip Zadina and Mike Hoffman. Ryan Carpenter with Giovanni Smith and Luke Kunin. This is a second line 
and then three fourth lines. You know what? We're not in a position to be harsh. Yeah, okay? I don't want to say I know. <laughs> this is a great hockey team. Uh, they play hard, and we have to expect them to come out hard against us. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the mantra. Ready for these D pairings? Liam, elite. Would you like me to read them? No, no. Can you hold up six fingers and then drop one every time I say a name you haven't heard of? Uh, Mario Ferraro with Ty Emerson. Mark Edward Velasic with Kyle Burrows. Nikita Nikita Okotyuk. That's a good one. And Yan Ruda. Okay, so I know four. Okay, you knew Kyle Burrows. Yeah, I, I thought maybe Kyle you didn't Burrows. know Kyle Burrows. Vancouver boy. Yeah, good Vancouver boy. Um, okay, so they have four. Maybe I should have said drop your hand, drop a finger every time I read a name of a guy who would be a top four defenseman, top four defenseman on any other team in the league. And I think maybe it's Mario Ferraro. Maybe. Maybe. I think he yeah. leads their team in shots on goal, by the way. No. Way. I know we, uh, <laughs> dude, I am like dead ass pretty sure Mario Ferraro leads their shot, oh, team in shots no. on goal. I'm going to double check it now because I'm worried I'm wrong. But um, he was, he's a good playoff player. Like just kind of like a strong. Mario player. Ferraro leads their team in shots on goal. He averages uh, 2.1. He sounds fast. He was a uh, Kale McCaw's deep on in college. Well, well, there it is. There you go. There you go. He inherited all the speed. Kyle Burroughs <laughs> is seventh on the team in shots on goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's the first forward? Hurdle, 25. Kind of probably guess that. Yeah. Uh, Hurdle <laughs> is their leader in scoring with seven points in 12 games. He has exactly one goal. They have two forwards who have hit the three goal mark this season. It's Fabian Zetterland and Anthony Duclair. So far this season, the Sharks have had eight skaters find the back of the net. For reference, the Oilers have had 12. So a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. Depth is a hair better. Okay. I know we aren't supposed to be roasting him because, Can't. you know, don't throw stones from your glass house or whatever that's don't saying. Don't throw is. stones in glass house. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean, come on. This Sharks team is like. Yeah. Well, that's bad, why bad, like, bad. there's what I bet for this purpose uh-huh. and then what I bet for my heart. Yeah. Final buzzer is in on the Finning Cat YouTube chat and says, so Tyler is saying they're a team of fourth liners that is barely worse than the Oilers right now. Um, yeah. 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 So no, it's like, no, that's no, the no. thing. Like numbers game right now. Got to go in there. Mm-hmm. Got to respect the opponent. Not play down to their get level. Paid too. Lance is in all caps. Glass house tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Great Canadian band. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Davin says, all right, handshake. That's enough of you. Um, yeah. It, you know what? Ugh, they just, they got to find a way to do it tonight, guys. Like I said, if they don't score 10 yeah. goals, unacceptable. Like it's unacceptable. And for God's sakes, please, they can only let in like two. Yeah. They just got to, they got to be the Edmonton Oilers from like last season. The la- the team that what did they go 14 0 1 the last 15 games? Yeah, well, we need a 14 a, game heater. And they, hey, in a game, bad way. They beat San Jose a few times during that period, too. Yep. You know what? what I'm just going to throw show? it out there, not to count our chickens before they hatch. Um, if the Oilers go 14 0 1 in this next stretch, they'll be 16 8 2 on the year. It's pretty good. That's a good record. That's respectable. <laughs> then yep. we're out of this hole. Just uh-huh. a 14 game heater away. Yeah. If the Oilers just don't lose a game in regulation between now and December 1st, they'll be in a good spot. You know what? I will accept a few, uh, maybe two OT losses. 
I'll, I wouldn't hate 12, that. 12 0 2. I'll do uh, the thing they always do in the NFL season, you know, where they'll like map out a team schedule and be like, win there, lost there, but they're always insanely optimistic about it. Sharks tonight win. Kraken Saturday. Now you've got momentum, baby. You're rolling. That's a win. Rolling. Back on home ice, back to back dubs. Boys (laughs) feeling loose. Islanders, junk team, win. Kraken again. They're rattled after you stomped them on home ice. So you go beat them at Rogers. Win. Tampa Bay matinee loss. Florida, that's a win. Bobrovsky, has been average this year. Um, they beat Florida last year in Florida. Win. Tyler, don't do this. Yeah. It all goes on the internet. People can go back and watch this. <laughs> they can clip this. Yeah, good point. I'll stop. Liam, I'll you were stop. just looking at me and I was like, what's he doing? <laughs> oh, who cares? We, hey, we're trying to will ourselves out of this is what we're trying to do. We yeah. can do that, but they need to prove it first before we have to put in maximum effort. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Tyler Mulek says we're only a 15 game heater away from catching Vegas. That's fair. Um, also, hey, back to back losses. Daryl Sutter is in and says, Oh my God, Tyler, stop. <laughs> I will. Um, how is Zachy is in Zach Zachai? I'm sorry if I butchered that buddy. Uh, how long will Holland wait to get a goalie? If Picard doesn't cut it. That's an interesting one. I will start with this. The idea of, Soros, I, I don't know what it, it, if, Picard doesn't cut it. It's if Skinner can't cut it. That's a good point, too. Um, I don't think a Soros deal is happening. I don't think that happens in season. Like, I think Bennington is a bad idea. Yeah. I think that's that's just bringing in an Albatross contract. Well, what is six million? Maybe they can retain and match the money if if Jack is somehow miraculously going over. But he was nine. Is he nine, ten? He's nine, ten last year. Mm hmm. I know <laughs> the things but, I would do for nine ten and that's blow fair. you away. Yeah, <laughs> you want Jordan Bennington? Would you? You'd want that? Well, it's 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 yeah. Then there's the character because that's what I'm and that's what I'm struggling with. But I also just want nine ten goaltending. I said today before the show that I feel that like signing Jordan Bennington or trading for him would be like having a live grenade thrown into a burning building yeah. and there'd just be absolute chaos. That's yeah. the only way that it gets worse is if, what if he didn't string a couple of games together? Nobody wants to see that. Uh, please don't. Oh, yeah. please so don't. what is, what is a, what does a UC Soros trade look like? Jack Campbell has to go the other way. Has to. That's the thing in all these goalie trades, Jack Campbell so is in all of them. How do you make that happen? So I, first of all, I don't Xavier think- Borgo. Which I don't so know what your trade value so is. So your next, if Campbell's in the deal, it's your next three first round picks. Why? Well, because Jack Campbell's on the books when for three more years at ever, $5 million. And what's Soros on the books for? Two more years. Or this year and one more. No, but for how much? Five mil. So the money works. Liam, it is so hard to get rid of dog shit contracts. I agree. But Two I just, first rounds, three maybe? first round picks is crazy. He's the no, he's, he's not a, he's not wrong. He's like, a top three goalie in the league, I think man. You, no, I, I think know. You're probably trying saying. to do some prospects. I <laughs> wasn't even done listing off my the <laughs> oh, stuff. It probably okay. takes. I, I think it's though. Then it's, it's not going to happen. I agree. Unrealistic. Yeah. I agree. Okay, but Nashville's so not going to give this guy up. Talk to, what's it going to cost for Bennington? St. Louis probably wants a first plus. Yeah, because you need to. Then that's the deal. I'm not doing that. No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying it's Bennington, but I'm saying that's the value you've got to find of like yeah. giving up one first round pick. Rather but than sorrow, like, oh, if you panic, can, give up three. So if right now, again, we're playing this game, let's play it. Okay, 
Barry Trotz calls Spicy. this phone. Ring, ring. And he goes, hey, Ken. And I, he I thinks pick up, sorry, Gary, uh, FaceTime audio only. Oh, yeah, because no we don't get service down in the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barry, you got to call back on FaceTime audio. And then he's old, so he probably doesn't want to do that. Yes. <laughs> um, do but that. he thinks you're Ken Holland. And he says, Kenny, wife and kids good. Yeah, everything's good. Chit chat about golf a little bit. And you got to pretend to be Ken this whole time. So you're like trying to remember his wife's name and it's like a mess. But then he goes, <laughs> Ken, let's do a deal. Three first round picks and UC Soros for Jack Campbell. Do you do it? It is tempting. I mean, it is tempting, but I try yes. and wiggle away. Yes or no? It. Yes or no? He says, Ken, I'm only offering you one deal, buddy. It just gives us no capital yeah. to address the other thing. No. And that's, and, and like that's, dude, Soros. But like, like but I yeah, know. but it's Soros, but like, <laughs> like he's, it's not going to be enough to take us over the edge. So it might. What are, what? It's well, not. and then you trade Skinner in another deal. <laughs> This isn't GM mode. Like, so, I know, I know. It's, 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 so, what other goalies could we go and target? Uh, Askarov, LeBron, and Rashad. We're talking about him. The Askarov. But Askarov is that the prospect? Yeah, yeah. He has been shit, hasn't he? Mm, I think his numbers in the American League are pretty good. Uh, just like it, wasn't he? Isn't he like just like fundamentally not there? But if you go with Askarov, why don't you just play Rodrigue? Yeah, at that point. That yeah, true, right. I mean, yeah, that would go with the yeah, yeah the, sure. The first, a, you know, it was a second round pick. Yeah, but like, what else like is out there? Where like, maybe someone just needs another chance. Maybe you could. Convince- you would need a scratch ticket at a low acquisition cost. So lower the, acquisition. The cost. team that's really interesting to me is San Jose, actually, because they've they're a rebuilding team to at at the furthest end of that spectrum. They yep. need to gut it. Yep. They've gotten rid of Carlson and Burns. Retained salary on both of them. So they have no, they have one more retained salary spot. They've also only in this teardown of theirs recouped one extra first round pick and it's in the Carlson deal and it's a conditional first. They need firsts. Yeah. They have $35 million in cap space okay. next year. Who's their goalie? Who do they, who do they have? Blackwood. There? And he's 2.3 million bucks. If you could call San Jose and again, I'm doing this on the fly. So like, if you want to murder me in the comments, murder me in the comments, whatever. But let's just spitball a first round picks in it. Campbell's going the other way and they want Broberg too. So first Broberg and Campbell for Blackwood. And well, it opens up two and a half. And it opens up and they take them. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, that is a no brainer. I agree. Yep, me too. Well, now he had an injury. He like he was good, had an injury, a a heel problem. I think I think they if okay, I think it was something where it's like they take bone out of his foot. It was bad. But he's apparently healthy now, and he's putting together some respectable well, games with the Sharks. Then that's that's that is the move. I think that's my guy. I don't love Jake Allen because I think he's past his prime, and I don't Me think too. he'd do good with a bad blue line. In front two of him. and a half million in cap space right now for us going to a very important traded line, only and still having two firsts to deploy in subsequent years. Yeah, that's yeah. that's meaningful. I just think yeah, with the sorrow saying you're putting all your bullets and just firing them. Yeah, all yeah. Off. and, like and I don't think naturally even moves them for that. I don't. No, think they I, want I don't think. Well, we had the gentleman on the other week. What was his name again? I forgot the Nashville. Fella. Our pal from Nashville. Uh, our co-worker from Yard Barker. Yeah, uh, he said they were going to resign him. So that's why it's just weird that he's even in these conversations. Um, yeah, Blackwood would be good, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Just 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 move on from. Jack Campbell, to be honest. I've, I've yeah, no, no. It so, has to, it's got yeah. to end. Uh, new episode of the DFO this. Rundown went out today with Frank Cervalli and Jason Greger. I asked Frank, I said, percentage chance Jack Campbell's dealt in season. He said 65. 65. Uh-huh. He didn't say that on our show yesterday. No, he didn't. And I said, Frank, what the fuck? Come on. 
Um, yeah. All right. It, it's Saving interesting. It I really hope this conversation just dies out. Stuart Skinner rattles off like 10 straight dubs and we're good. But it's still not good. Like if Skinner does uh, this, right. like right. Campbell needs to go. They need to find a way. Yeah, we need, the, we need the cap room, man. We need it. Yeah. We can't just sit here on our hands and pretend that it is. But like just to think a team is going to take league. him. I know. Um, I don't think there's like Calgary is the three goalies. I know we talked about a Vladar deal the other day, but I, his numbers are bad. I don't think it's worth giving up anything of substance for him. So watch Calgary go on an absolute heater. Finally, that they wolf released the wolf. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people like to bring up Boston. They're not doing anything like let's be real here. No, um, well, a lot I of people, Swayman. a lot of people are bringing up yeah, veggie too. in, in Arizona. Yeah, but Arizona's doing okay. And Arizona apparently wants to load up. Friedman says they're, they might be calling about Hannafin and trying to make it this year. So like, that's not going anywhere. Like they need to make the playoffs because of their situation down there. Former Oiler, technically, Mike Greer. No, like, would you be <laughs> tempted if Ottawa was like, "Listen, we got Mad Sogard down in the minors. We kind of want to bring him up and see what he's got. You want to oh, give us something Forsberg. for for Anton Forsberg? It's a Former low Oiler, technically. It's a low ceiling move, I think. But like, maybe Anton Forsberg can be that guy for you. But for a bit, I don't love that. I, I like the idea of Blackwood because he's like 26. Yeah. Yep. There's potential there still. Forsberg's 30. Yeah, I'd rather a Blackwood. I think Florida keeps him because they believe in him as their goalie of the future, but would, would you give up a big chunk for Spencer Knight? The only thing is they wouldn't take Campbell. They can't take Campbell. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's a dead end. Dead end lead. Tampa Bay. No. No, nothing there. Have a Toronto, I'm good. Washington, nothing there. Pittsburgh, nothing there. Carter Hart, Frank said yesterday, like... His name's attached to so many of this 2018 Hockey Canada stuff that you can't touch him. Even like I don't know. Again, we don't know anything about that investigation, but his name's attached so much yeah. that even if you think there's a chance, you're not giving up multiple firsts for Carter Hart, and then what? The league and classic league fashion comes down in the middle of January. And it's like you can't do that. Uh, Tyler Mulek brought up Semyon Varlamov in Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, he just signed a new deal there, and he's got a no trade clause. So. That's probably a dead end. Columbus doesn't have anything. Carolina needs goalies themselves. Winnipeg's got nothing. Did the Bennington thing. Soros. If, but here's Minnie's not pulling the plug on this thing. And Flurry's got a no move clause. So I doubt that makes sense. Like you just kind of go around the league. There's a reason I'm doing this drawn out exercise. You go around the league and like Blackwood makes sense. Outside of Blackwood, nothing, dude. Does that make us some? John Gibson, Anaheim's buzzing. Yeah. So I ate a thing of raspberries before the show, and I have had a raspberry I. stuck in my tooth Ooh. the whole, like it's right up there. And I don't know if people have noticed. I just didn't want to look like a weirdo. I, I don't think they care. Uh, I'm really trying to get it out of there, and it's <laughs> stuck real good. Need some floss after this. Anyways, uh, let's continue along with the show and get to the menu for tonight. It's delivered by DoorDash, where for a limited time, our Canadian viewers, ding dong, yes, can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25. It's up at the top of your screen up there, NATION25 in all caps. Very hard to remember which way you're Mm -hmm. supposed to point. Sweet, sweet. You're getting there. Right there. Oh. There you go. At the top of the wall. (laughs) Big, big slate tonight in the NHL. Obviously, the Oilers start at 8.30. No, they don't. 8.42. 8.47. No, it's not 8.47. I bet it is. 
Oh, there's no way. Uh, it'll be like 8.37. Yeah, it'll be like 8.37. We'll see. Uh, but it's a busy, busy night in the NHL. Some other notable games. Uh, Chicago Tampa, Connor Bedard taking on the Lightning. That should be somewhat interesting. Shout out to uh, Matt Tompkins. Yeah. For his first NHL win, the former mm-hmm. Shield Park Crusader. 11 years after getting drafted. Crazy. Also yeah. on the menu tonight, Thursday night football, Panthers, Bears. I'm good. I'm probably good. I think I can just not watch NFL football tonight. And Keep Fields it locked isn't on. even playing. Yeah. yeah, Chuba Hubbard. Hey, yeah. good local boy, Chuba Hubbard. Showed Park maybe boy. maybe you go over to Betway and you just sprinkle on a little Chuba anytime Hubbard TD. anytime TD. Parlayed with Oilers minus four and a half. Look at that, Liam. Back to back Sherwood Park athletes right yeah. there. What we're, are we doing? We're producing. <laughs> it's a factory. Chuba's plus yeah. one ninety to find the end zone today. He's playing a lot. He's, also, he's been getting a lot of touches. If we want to transition this into Betway before we get to our Betway betting challenge, our game day betting challenge, uh, Cole Komet is plus 240 to score a touchdown today. Oh, and he's been badging, badging, last game. feeding them. Yeah. Uh, so I like that one as well. Our betting challenge for Betway is a game day, gentlemen. If we flash up the board, you will quickly see that none of us are doing all that good, whoa, except whoa, whoa, whoa. Liam. Do you know why? Because I don't bet on the others to win. <laughs> I bet on other things and I have become successful. I want the others to win. I'm in the middle there. I'm chasing the juice tonight. I'm pulling a J. I'm going to get myself out of this hole with one bet. It's the Oilers to win every period, and it's plus 500. Oh, that's a good bet. Uh Uh-huh. That's a really good bet. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Get it now. Get it while it's hot. Oilers to win every period at 5-1. to Of course, if they tie a period, bet's pooched. But 5-1, to I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Jay, what do you like? Well, uh, I was really originally just going to say Oilers money line because you wanted to troll us. Well, not necessarily troll. It's just we need to win a goddamn game. Uh, uh, yes. And I don't want to get too greedy on this, but Oilers should produce tonight. So if they do, you know, a seven, a six, one game, a seven, one game, a 10, nothing game, it's over six and a half. So Oilers money line, you put that over six and a half. That makes it even money. So it makes the bet juicy enough. And not trying to be too greedy, even though I've got my heart bets that I'm not communicating that are very greedy. Um, but this is going to get me back on the rails, back on track. And Liam, you're chasing the juice a little tonight as well. Yeah, I figured why not. Bouchard has been firing them. And like we said before, he's kind of the only threat on the power play like right now. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting him to bang home one plus 275. Not bad. Not bad. Why is the chat being so negative? God damn, people are grumpy. Why? I don't know what could have triggered this. Man, yeah. everyone's entitled to be extremely crusty right uh, now. I'm just sick of this goddamn raspberry seed. Uh, shout out to Betway 19 Plus. Please play responsibly. Um, before we wrap up the show, let's take a peek at that negative YouTube chat. The YouTube chat, as always, is brought to you by Finning Cat. Look at that QR code on the screen. If you're watching, maybe you're watching on your laptop. You want to take out your phone, scan that QR code. You know where it's going to send you? It's going to send you over to take a peek at their Black Friday sale. It kicks off on November 20th with savings on new used and rental equipment. Also, some deals on their parts and service from November 20th to 24th. You can check out daily specials and that will last for the entire week. Gives you the chance to take advantage and save big on the things you need to keep your business running. For more info, go to finning.com slash Black Friday or scan. The QR code on your screen, the YouTube chat, not having a ton of fun. Although Tyler Mulek says, I love you guys. So we love you too. Um, what, uh, what are they crusty about? Life. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are like, you think they're going to win every period? They're not going to win the game. Some people are just saying we're scared. Dry says 
we lose tonight, guys. Um, so all possible. Mm-hmm. But if we believe that this team is better than how they're playing, then tonight they will go and absolutely shit can the San Jose Sharks. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, then we're going to change our narrative for the rest of the season and we'll have different discussions. Cam in a pizzeria says win tonight. Then what? Congratulations. The best worst team in the league. It doesn't change anything. Uh, agree, man. Yeah. But it, a win streak starts with one. You got, you got to take yeah. advantage of tonight. Yeah. You can Need only play your schedule. Uh-huh. Right. If they don't win, you're just going to be as pissed as you are now anyway. So mm-hmm. let them win. Let them play. Let the boys play. Greg is in and says, Liam, get me a dozer for Christmas. Shout out to Finning. <laughs> Okay, so I'll use the Black Friday sale. Yeah, there you go. See, that's why they're going to be on sale. Odin says McDavid Hattie tonight. I don't hate that. He needs a game. Like that guy, that guy definitely needs a game, man. So it's possible. I might throw down on two plus goals for Connor. Seems like the night. Yep. I've got to throw down on my Wendy's Survivor pool. Let's get into the Wendy's Survivor pool. I'm eliminated from this week already. I'm I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. So give us some insight, Liam. Who are you okay. picking tonight to try to keep your streak alive in the Wendy Survivor Pool? So right now I'm on the Canucks win there with, what is it, 44, 45, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I want to move off that. Where should I go? Because I don't know if I... like. Is the yeah. oldest power play the right one? Uh-uh. Is that the player we... Manifest in that? This is a tough day. I know. Like The Oilers are going to whoop the Sharks. I'd go with the Oil. Maybe that Rangers 31 and a half shots. Oh, no, they're Tyler. not shooting as much as you've stopped being a raspberry seed. Oh, Winnipeg, is, <laughs> Winnipeg isn't scoring that well. The Sens just beat Toronto, so now I'm nervous on my Vancouver on one. Back-to-back nights. Now, yeah. Right? Back-to-back. The Brink guys are scoring. Stamco shots might not be bad. I think it has All to be. All roads, man. You got to do it. Push okay. them in. Here we go. When it's some burgers, man. I'm hungry. I am locked. So mad I'm eliminated because I'm looking at that beautiful barbecue bacon cheeseburger. Still 458 people remain. Nobody else in this room is one of them besides me. Down download the Wendy's app today. Uh, Connor McDavid in the last three seasons against the San Jose San Jose Sharks has six goals, eight assists, 14 points in eight games. Ten of them came at even strength. Decent. So there you go. Oh, Melissa brought this up and a couple of my friends brought this up too. Mm-hmm. Maybe they need to bring back the vest. Oh, oh yeah, dude! Enough of this painter plumber yeah, bullshit. Yeah. yeah, you. Yes, yes. Bring back the vest, Hundy. I okay. don't understand no the painter cap. and plumber right. stuff. It's weird. It's weird as hell, and it looks like shit. It does look. Oh, what we're gonna this do? was cool. Why? Like it? Like that? Like that? Like that's been around for a while. Like it's yeah. part of the kind of the culture. It's tough it? as hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. You know what we're gonna do? That's gonna be a topic today on real life. We're gonna talk about the vest. Talk about the god, you know, because that is the legacy of Mad Hendricks. Yeah. You know, flashes. How up. do you go from such a badass vest to that? <laughs> it's like they wanted to lose tonight or this year. No wonder. Yeah, we're two yeah. eight and one. Yeah. We should have really thought this through. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Get that off the screen. Yeah. All right. Yeah, don't put that up again. Please. That is a yeah, uh, freaking Leon looks like the Benum from uh, Carnival at Quebec. Benum Denage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a wrap on today's edition of the show. Shout out to Betway, DoorDash, Star Mechanical, Alberta Blue Cross, Finning Cat for sponsoring the YouTube chat, Sherwood Ford, The Giant, and Sherwood Power Sports, and Marine. As always, the show is live from the Sports Closet Studio. We will be back tomorrow when we are hopefully talking about an Oilers dub and a big one at that. Drubbing. 8.37 starts tonight. New episode of Real Life this afternoon. 
pre-game with Boardsy. Aaron and I are going to be live in an hour leading up until puck drop. So at 7.30 this evening and then a late, late post-game show that you and I will also both be Yeah, on. it's a big night of me and Tyler tonight. Uh, I bet the post-game show will probably go after midnight tonight, I'm going to assume. So Pretty be close. sure to get your Crown Royal in you or your Red Bull, whatever you need. And uh, <laughs> I'll see you all then. All right, that's a wrap. We're going to have our Crown Royal generous guy tomorrow on the show as well. Friday, 12.01 Mountain Time. We'll chat with you then. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.